Hi everyone, this is Arzo, and you're listening to the Sexy Boss Babe Podcast, Season 2, Episode 17. Today's topic is called Ikigai. What is your purpose? Ikigai is a Japanese word that essentially means a reason for being. Um, It's used to indicate the source of value in one's life or things that makes one life one's life worth it um the word translated in english roughly means thing that you live for or the reason for which you wake up in the morning and i took that little definition out of wikipedia in case you're wondering and if you actually look it up there's these great little diagrams and there's a diagram that has these four circles that intersect And the middle point of intersection of the four circles is where you find your ikigai. So each of those circles um, has kind of like a different main topic. So one of the circles has to do with what you love. Another circle has to do with what the world needs. The other one is what can you be paid for? The next one, what are you good at? And in each of these circles, um, under love, it's broken down into two little subsections, passion and mission. Um, Under what the world needs, it's part of mission and vocation. Under paid for, it's vocation and profession. And then under what you are good at, it's profession and passion. So do you see how all of those things are related? So then the inner circles, it almost looks like a little flower, like a lotus flower. So those outer circles, they inherently create these inner petals. So if you look at the inner level, the petals are passion, mission, vocation, profession. And those things together gives you your achy guy. And this was such a weird and interesting word for me when I first heard it. And I've talked about this before. I've mentioned it in a few um, on some social media posts. Um, but my one of my closest friends, um, Tracy Quaya, who I uh, went to college with. So we've known each other for a really long time. Very close friends. She, um, with regards to Sexy Boss Babe and everything that I'm doing, said that to me. She said, oh, friend, you're in your ikigai. And um, very affectionately, and I said, what does that mean? And she explained it to me, and I thought, oh my God, that's totally it. She's 100% right. That's exactly what it means um, for me, and that's exactly where I am with this. And and the reason why I wanted to talk about this um, topic for this podcast is because um, a lot of people are looking for their ikigai, And truly, that's where happiness and fulfillment, maybe not happiness all the time, but fulfillment lies there. And I have been searching for my ikigai my entire life. Um, I didn't know exactly what that was going to look like. And but I knew it so deep in my heart and in my soul that ultimately I need something that's going to fulfill me. And. We need to be realistic about the world that we live in. You know, the world that we live in, you have to make money to survive. So, you know, as great as it would be to sit and be a monk on the top of a mountain, um, for me, 
that wouldn't work for my lifestyle and where I come from such a family oriented community so that would mean I'd have to leave my family and go somewhere far away <laughs> all that stuff but that might be your ikigai that's not mine um but um I went through a whole process of trying to determine how do you find that um and where where and when and how and so this is kind of in an effort to help you find yours. So it's, it's not an easy thing, but it's also not a hard thing. The first step is bringing awareness to that. And do you even want to find your ikigai? Um, bringing awareness to where you're at in your life. Are you feeling fulfilled? Are you feeling happy? Um, is there anything that you're lacking? Are you super passionate about something and maybe you're spending a lot of time volunteering in some passion that you have, but your job is totally opposite compared to what that is? Um, so those are the kind of uh, things to kind of start out. And if you decide that, you know what, I there is something that I'm missing a little bit and I am looking for something more. And I want to contribute something to the world. And I have something to contribute to the world. So if you are that kind of person and you want to find what your ikigai is, you can. And there's a process. Um, so like I always talk about how I love making lists, start with a list. And if you're in your commute and you're driving and you're listening to this on the phone, um, or I'm sorry, listening it, uh, listening to it in your car, <laughs> um, no worries. Just listen through. You can always rewind and listen back when you're at a desk or somewhere where you can write. But we'll do this episode as like an interactive um, workshop. So do start by making the circles. Get a piece of paper, a pen, or pencil, and start by creating um, four circles um, and have them intersect. So, um, put a circle on top, one on the bottom, one to the left, one to the right. So kind of like, like a cross sign almost, if that makes sense to you. Um, so create your circles that way. And then your top circle, right love, your circle to the right, which is your east circle, right needs, the bottom circle, right paid for, the circle on the left write what you are good at. So in the love circle, think about all the things that you love. And that includes everything. Like think about the things that you love. What is that? You might love your dog. You might love your children. You might love your family. You might love ice cream. I don't know. We love a lot of different things. Maybe you love painting. So think about all the different things that you love in your life and just start writing them down. Um, and that's your first step to figuring out what your ikigai is. In the second section, or on the east part of the circle, or the east circle, think about what the world needs. That's an interesting one, right? Because it's something that we kind of like, we see things on the news, but we don't, and, and we get affected by things. 
but we don't really sit and really think about what is it that the world needs. We're very concerned with our own needs, right? I need to eat. I need to exercise. I need to go shopping. I need to go out with my friends. I need me time, which are all wonderful, great things. But we are all members of a greater community within our family, within our community of our city or town, within our state, and within our country, and even larger within the world. So starting there and thinking about what the world needs is is a great way to help you ultimately find your ikigai. So think about all the different things that are going on. Um, We've got climate change. We've got that young young woman who um, has, has been giving speeches at the UN, very passionate. We have, um, locally, we have the immigration issues going on. We have wars in, in different countries. We have famine situations in some countries. We have a lack of economic resources in countries. We have education concerns in some areas of this country, and particularly California, which is a little surprising. And you know what? Los Angeles. That's where uh, we're, we're based, and it's something that a lot of people don't even realize. Um, the LA Unified School District is the second largest school district in the United States, and it's poorly funded. Um, going back to about 10 years ago, I did a project where um, we purchased all these desks for schools and, I mean, desks for schools, for classrooms here in America, here in Southern California. And um, classrooms couldn't, schools couldn't open up certain classrooms because they didn't have enough desks. They had to turn students away. So it was this huge problem. And I just remember um, getting these desks uh, and working with the LA Unified School District and just different schools throughout Southern California. But we always think about what the world needs and it can become overwhelming because we think about it on such a global scale and such a grand scale. And so sometimes we feel like we're little Smurfs in comparison. Like, what can I do? Like, I can't change the world. And the reality is, is that yes, you can. And a great example is that young girl that, that is going in front of the UN right now and talking about climate change. And her passion comes across. It com- comes across when she speaks. She's speaking from her heart. And when you speak from your heart, people will listen. So if something is moving you, speak about it. And find what it is that you're passionate about. I know some people right now are so passionate about immigration and what's happening to the families and separation of the families and separation of the children. And it's heartbreaking to, I mean, anything that has to do with kids, it it just destroys me on the inside. I just, I cannot see like kids, um, and like animals get, get hurt or tortured or abused. I just, I can't handle it. So, um, so if that's what you're passionate about, then that's a platform for you. That's, that's what you should be writing in your, in your, um, what does the world need? And, you know, again, you know, people think like if they want to change the world, they have to go to another country or, you know, save, you know, people in, in Africa or, uh, uh, you know, go to the Middle East and all these things. And you don't have to do all those things. You can change things in your own community, in your own, um, city. We have so many things going on that a lot of people, 
it's just a lack of awareness that people are not thinking about. Like for me, it's foster care, it's foster youth and sex trafficking survivors because that's what spoke to me through my experience. And to me, it's important enough that I I'm I'm going to I'm I put my whole life energy and money and everything into bringing awareness to this. And I'm using everything I can to to get help for this group, to get people in America to start paying attention. Right? I was working with a nonprofit, Angels Nest, which I've talked before, helping former foster youth. And that was my first experience being exposed to people in foster care. And um listening to their experiences and then learning about sex trafficking, that sex trafficking is a thing. Because when you think of sex trafficking, you automatically think um, third world country, you think somewhere in Asia, that's what you think. You don't think that sex trafficking happens here in America, in California, in Los Angeles, in New York City, in Florida, in Kansas. We don't think about it like that. It's because people don't talk about it. And if it wasn't for this Jeffrey Epstein case going on right now, he's had this huge sex trafficking ring. Most people would probably not realize that it happens on that level. And there's an article written by USA Today where he specifically said that he targeted the most vulnerable girls, underage girls that he could find. And who were they? Girls in foster care. Girls from single-family homes. These are vulnerable people in our community, right? He's looked for people that didn't have a lot of money. Give them a little money. Make them feel good. That's how traffickers lure people. So we can't create change for things until there's a level of awareness. So for me, like I said, for us, that's what Sexy Boss Babe is. We're using it as a platform to raise awareness. We have information on our box that talks about um, the fact that every purchase supports this demographic. Um, We do workshops, self-esteem workshops, uh, life skills workshops, because that's our give back. And at the end of the day, rescuing people is one thing, but teaching them and giving them the skills to protect themselves and to survive, that's what we want. That's what we want. That's what all of us want for each other right? So that's what we're trying to create. And that's what I'm passionate about. So those are the kind of things that when you're figuring out what the world needs, think about it like that. Maybe whales and the ocean is important to you. Write that down. So that's kind of like the needs section, what the world needs. The next section, what can you be paid for? There's a lot of things that you can be paid for, right? So you want to think about um, your different skills. So for me, you know, it was business, sales, accounting, marketing, speaking. Um, So those are the different uh, skill sets for me. Those are things that I can get paid for. Um, So think about what are those things for you? Maybe you're an artist. Maybe you paint. Maybe you're a teacher. Um, Maybe you're a receptionist. Maybe you're a secretary. Maybe you're a business owner. Maybe there, there are so many things. So think about what are things that you can do that are in your realm of what you do that you can get paid for. So write all of those things down. 
Um, and then what you get paid for versus what you're good at might be two different things. So for example, um, I'm good at writing business plans, um, but it may not be what I'm passionate about or maybe, you know, what I'm the best at, or I might be able to get paid being a cashier, but maybe I'm lazy about it and I'm not the best cashier. So, because I'm not passionate about it. So figure out, um, what you are good at. And then after you do that, this exercise, that's when we can kind of figure out, go through and do the tallies of like, what's what. So think about what your skill set is. Um, I know some people that they're Olympic level swimmers. So they're, that's what they're good at, but that's not necessarily what they're passionate about. So, um, make your list, think about all the things that you're good at. Um, and then we can get to the next part of this activity. So as you are writing that piece, um, let's kind of move to the inner circle part because ultimately these big circle uh, part of the exercise, it's like a brainstorm. You're just, it's like a mind dump. You're just throwing things out. So now that you've finished that first step, doing all the circles, writing out and thinking about all the different things in all the different circles, now you're in your inner circles where those inner petals are. So according to the diagram, we have passion, we have mission, vocation, profession. So start going through, okay? Start going through your different circles and look at them and kind of look at, for example, the love and the, and the needs circle, what the world needs, what you love and, and what the world needs. Look at those two circles and start seeing if you can find any similarities or anything that, that connects or matches. So like, for example, for me, if I were doing this exercise something that would have been in the love circle would be, I love young people, I love kids, I love children, right? And if I was doing this exercise in my what the world needs section, it would be that we need foster care reform. That's something that that America needs. So if I'm looking at my love and my, and my what the world needs section, foster care, kids in foster care, youth, children, that part for me matches. So it's a connection. So all of a sudden, I have kind of a mission. I could create a mission if I wanted to. So go into your um, what the world needs section and look at all the things that you've written there and look at what you can get paid for. So you're looking at your next circle. And you're trying to see where the overlaps are and you're trying to make a connection. So in my example, um, all the things that I listed, right? Sales, business, blah, 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 foster care. So maybe my connection would be business and foster care reform. Okay? So... You now go into the next section. 
What are you good at? That's your next circle. So you look at what you're good at, look at what you can be paid for circle, and see if there are any overlaps. So for example, what am I good at? Um, let's say I am good at um, connecting with people. Um, let's say I'm good at uh, creating branding and packaging. So, or marketing, whatever. So now all of a sudden I'm able to connect. Can I get paid? You know, is that something I can get paid for? And I can maybe through business. So all of a sudden I'm looking at my, my Ikigai circle or my Ikigai circles. Love for me, it's going to be youth and children. Um, what the world needs for me, it's going to be uh, foster care reform or foster care awareness. What can I be paid for? A business. That's going to be the vehicle, right? Um, what am I good at? Branding, packaging, blah, blah, blah. So I'm creating a product here. So all of a sudden, and, and I just want to also just throw this in there too, or I'll, I'll, I'll explain that part after. Let's stick to the circles right now. I jump around sometimes. So all of a sudden, we have what I love, uh, children. We have what the world needs, um, foster care awareness, foster care reform, um, what I can be paid for, uh, business, um, what am I good at, uh, creating a brand or a product. So all of a sudden, I'm bringing my passion, my mission, my vocation, my profession together to form my ikigai. And I just found my purpose, my reason for being, my reason for waking up in the morning. And as a business owner, money doesn't always come right up front. It takes time to really build that. And so if money is your only motivating factor when running a business, it's not going to be easy. So for me, I can get through the tough days because the mission is what drives me. I think to myself, I need to get on the phone and make those phone calls. I need to get my team to follow up with certain people um, to get you know certain meetings set up for the cause, for events, because it helps us raise awareness. The more people that know about Sexy Boss Babe, the more people will know about our platform. And, um, which brings me back to, you might wonder, well, how come you're not just doing a nonprofit or, you know, whatever. And I've talked about this before about nonprofit models are very difficult. Um, and it's very, it's, it's, it's hard to keep, um, employees on staff and motivated because the pay is so low. You're creating a revenue stream is really difficult, um, a sustainable revenue stream because everything's kind of based on grants and all these kinds of things. And creating a business in a way that we have, which is a hybrid, um, because we operate like a business does. But we are we've created our business's functionality from a from a model perspective has been created with the with the foundational mission of helping our community. So everything we do is with that in mind. So that includes monetary donations, that includes product donations, that includes um, uh, life skills, self-esteem workshops, it includes all of those things. So that's how I found my Ikigai. Um, 
Mine actually came after because it was like, you know, for me, it's just always been a knowing. So if I'm going to be totally honest with you, I didn't do this exercise. It wasn't until, like I said, my friend Tracy brought it up to me that you're in your Ikigai. And then that's what I went back and I looked at and I thought, oh, that's that's cool because that's 100% true. So I think this exercise is good for people that like it. Or I get a lot of people that will come up to me and, and tell me that, you know, what you've created is pretty cool or it's pretty great. And how did you come up with it? And people will talk about how do you create a business of purpose? And um, it, and, and it has to be real to you for it to work. That's the other thing. Because you can slap on, you know, hey, we donate to pets or to animals or, you know, um, we donate to third world country for women, you know, for this women group. Whatever you can, you know, that's, that's fine, but it's only going to truly work long term if it's real. And especially in this day and age with social media, transparency is such a big thing. People can see through marketing gimmicks and all that kind of stuff. And I think everyone's kind of sick of just, um, being sold stuff. Uh, we're, we're kind of in a different time and place right now. To me, I'm really excited because this is what I've waited for my whole life was for the world to get ready for this time um, where people are actually open and excited and wanting to make a difference and wanting to help each other. And for a long time, we just weren't there. And I see it. It's happening. The fact that this like little girl is getting on, t- on the television and, and, and going to the UN and people are listening to her, like, when has that happened? When have young people been given attention of importance to speak about something. So this is the time. And if, and if all to all of those, those of you that have felt it in your, in your soul and your gut, your whole life, it is the time to speak up. It is the time to pursue your mission. And if you're ever going to fulfill your mission, now is the time. So I encourage every single one of you to do this exercise now in your mind, at home, wherever, at work, find your ikigai and that's where you're going to find your fulfillment in life. I hope you um, enjoyed today's episode um, and it was fun for you and um, as I mentioned before, we have our weekly contest. So our weekly winner is... um, Rachel Burke, thank you so much for listening, for posting. Um, We're going to send you your gift and uh, your mystery prize. So remember that we've got a podcast contest every week. Every time you listen to our podcast, um, subscribe, write a review, take a screenshot, post it to your social media, and then uh, we'll enter you into the contest and we'll announce the winner every week on Tuesday. Thanks for listening and catch you next time. One last thing, guys. As a reminder, we're a social impact company. And for every purchase of a Sexy Boss Babe product, we're able to support charities that help foster youth and survivors of sex trafficking. There are 500,000 kids in the American foster care system. And 60% of sex trafficking victims are either former or current foster youth. This demographic needs our help, and before we can do that, we need to raise awareness. We've started an awareness campaign using the hashtag SBB movement. 
you can help us raise the awareness through using that hashtag. To learn more about this cause and this movement and what more you can do, please visit our website at www.sexybossbabe.com. We really believe that together we can make a difference. Thank you for listening. Thank you.